Hello and welcome to The Shakedown. I'm your host, Tyler, and this is my wife, Katie. Hi, Katie. Hi. Um, we're married, which is pretty cool. First Shakedown of I'm gonna post-marriage. tap my ring on the table, and then let's try tapping it on the microphone. That might really not sound good. That's some of the stuff you can do when you're married. It's pretty neat. Where's your ring? Don't tap it. I took it off. Uh, what? <laughs> <laughs> I was washing my hands. Because <laughs> we went out to get ice cream, oh, isn't yeah. it? See a postman on the way to the store. What? Oh, yeah. Can you tell uh, the Shakedown listeners about our postman? I was genuinely startled the other day when I saw our postman putting things in our little letterbox. Mm hmm. <laughs> Startlingly attractive. I'm shocked. It's funny, partially, uh, because how have we never seen this guy in a year and a half, you know? Or is this like a new postman? I don't know. But is this a sexy new postman? Thing, I don't care how sexy he is. Sometimes he puts the wrong mail in the wrong boxes. Mm, that's a problem. Probably um, just dumb. Maybe. But, uh, well, isn't there a correlation between the better looking you are and the dumber you are? Which is why you married a nice smart boy like me. No comment. <laughs> oh. um, so, before you finish it, what are you eating? What am I eating? Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm eating an ice cream sandwich with snickerdoodles. Oh, it's what, from Kaufmeyers. Oh, Kaufmeyers, uh bakery and ice cream shop what kind of ice cream's on it i didn't understand when you ordered it it's a salted caramel truffle what a time to be alive when i can get salty ice cream now the thing that struck me the 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 high school girl who is working you order this you take your time and you're like i don't know what i want and you order finally decide on salted caramel truffle ice cream sandwich on two snickerdoodles she goes oh that's my favorite there's come on there's no way that's her favorite maybe she's just talking is she just talking the talk Oh, maybe. It just Wait, seemed very... I worked at a bakery for, like, seven years. Everything was my favorite. Oh. My customer ordered it. Oh, wow, that's my favorite. I really love how the almond paste in there does this thing. You sell it. You, you tell everyone whatever it is they're buying oh, is your favorite. So you are talking the talk. Okay. Mm, I ordered, though, a um, malted milkshake with chocolate marshmallow ice cream, and it's really good. You should have a sip when you're done your ice cream sandwich, and you can tell us about it. Okay. But that might be a while. We're very prepared today with lots of notes. These are the most amount of uh, uh, papers I think I've ever had in front of me while recording a shakedown. So at my house, not my house, at my parents' house, your in-laws, Catherine, uh, my mom, I guess, hoarded a lot of stuff. I would have never thought of that until, you know, I just thought that was normal. And then when I met you and you saw all this stuff. Then it might you might have said something like it's hoarding, and then I can't not think it now. But she had a series of backpacks, which were my backpacks and my brother's backpacks when we were kids. Usually it was his, then mine. Hand me downs, um, filled, just stuffed. They're these little kid backpacks packed with stuff. Like you can travel through the years too. They get a little bigger. There's a Barney one. Barney playing football. Um, this is Star Wars that we actually have here in our apartment, and. Isn't there like a WWE one? I think there's WWF. There's a there's Jurassic Park two, The Lost World. Um, there's a good series of licensed backpacks. And I, when we moved to this apartment, and I was under a mandate by my 
at the time, future wife, now current wife, uh, to get rid of some of the stuff that I was holding on to, hoarding, so to speak. Her words, not mine. Uh, I took, I couldn't, I couldn't bear to, you know, just get rid of all this stuff because every bag is filled with uh, assignments, schoolwork, crafts from those years. Uh, so I condensed them all. Yeah, sometimes there's photographs. I condensed them all into this one Darth Vader Star Wars backpack, uh, and it's here now, which is awesome. This is probably from like. 97? I'm trying to think when a Darth Vader backpack would have come out, probably around the time they re-released the Star Wars movies, but only I care about that. Sorry to bore you there. Kate, I'm getting that thousand-yard wife stare when I start talking about Star Wars. I apologize, everyone. (laughs) Help, help. On his behalf. (laughs) Uh, So, I have this bag, and we we went through it uh, just before we started recording and picked out some of the the, (laughs) the best pieces of work. Okay, so I'm going to save... Uh, let's see, I'm putting these in an order of some sort. Let's start I wanna, with... No, I want to read that. One. Yeah, let's start okay. with presidential leaders. Okay, um, can you describe this paper? Maybe even read the, the uh, description on it. Absolutely. So... Thanks, wifey. I have in front of me um, a fact sheet about the presidents. Uh, Tyler has chosen President Andrew Johnson... Literally one of the worst presidents of all time. Really, I, I wonder if the others were chosen already. Um, I mean, it looks like I just can only assume that you chose this of your own volition. But so here we here we go, shakedowners. I'm going to read you. You know what? What approximately Tyler was supposed to be doing with this assignment? So uh, now wait, can you comment yes. on the picture first? Absolutely. So <laughs> can you describe it? If, on this lovely little sheet of paper, uh, it looks like there's a place to draw your president that you've <laughs> chosen to do some research on. Um, Tyler has drawn kind of what looks like a melting pancake, but <laughs> surprisingly, an extremely realistic depiction of Andrew Johnson. I've never thought of him as a melting pancake before, <laughs> now, but here it is. I'm looking at him. He's got a little bit of rouge on his cheeks. <laughs> I can't tell if that's on purpose, but... I- I just want to say my memory of this and all of these papers that we pulled, I believe, are from when I was in third grade roundabout. Mm -hmm. So, you know, um, age, what, nine? Um, I I have a memory of this assignment. I remember turning it in and sitting down with my teacher and him saying, "Uh, wow, Tyler, this is like really, really good. Did you have help with this? And what I didn't understand at the time was he was insinuating I might have plagiarized it. But I, I sort of thought he meant the drawing was so good, I didn't, I didn't even think about what's written there. So I had a memory of this, uh, maybe a false memory, of my drawing being amazing, the best thing I'd ever drawn up till that point. And it's, yeah, melting pancake. It's, it's something that you have drawn. Um, okay, so I'm going anyway. to go ahead and read it. Yeah. And then let's talk about those allegations of plagiarism. Okay, hold on to your hats. Read from the beginning, not even okay. just my writing. So, uh... Name of President, Andrew Johnson. President number, 17. Years in office, 1865 to 1869. Mm, One-termer. Date of birth, December 29th, 1808. Place of birth, Tennessee. Now, write three to five sentences with interesting information about this president that you did not know before. (laughs) Here it is, guys. (laughs) Johnson's dad died when Johnson was only four. Johnson owned a tailor shop in Tennessee. Okay, pause. Two pretty, great pretty facts standard. from a third grader. I didn't grader. know that his dad died when he was four. How interesting. Exactly. Two great facts from a third grader. All right. Extremely... My, uh, my prose is pretty good, right? Vocab appropriate <laughs> now, Katie, to your grade level. You're reading... What book are you reading right now? Sidebar. Uh, oh, uh, Sidebar. 
Here's Wait, a, am I supposed to do a sidebar? No. Yeah. Well, yeah. Okay. Go ahead. This book. So, you, you can do whatever you want. I'm I'm reading uh, Alexander Hamilton Cherno's biography. It's about 750. Wow, Kate. Pages. You must really be a trailblazer to read that book. Oh but, yeah. Uh, I'm so ahead of my time. And you know, I I, li- I like to think of myself at this time as a young Ron Cherno. Um, with this great prose, you know it's interesting, it's engaging, it really is. and you know I, I think it's age appropriate. So let's continue. What was the last fact? Could you go back the one last sentence? Fact, Johnson owned a tailor shop in Tennessee. Okay, go ahead from there. Let's continue. Ironed flat by the weight of Republicans, <laughs> his hands tied. He finished his term in 1869. <laughs> Keep going. Most of Andrew's life was involved in political activities. Mr. Johnson's party was the Republicans. Let's think about what sentence doesn't quite match there that may have been lifted from an elementary school history textbook. I love, I love it so much. I just, I, 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 maybe I didn't know what plagiarism was at the time, and I was just like trying to think of how to express that in my own words and thought, I don't know. These words are, are the best words there could be that were already written Thanks, in the Donald. book. Yeah. <laughs> Let's not get political. It's only Whoa. what day is today? Thursday. So oh. to put this in time, it is Thursday, November what? Third. Uh, Third. So the presidential election. No comments because this is we're a uh, bipartisan, non-biased podcast. <laughs> oh no, I'm getting the death glare. Let's get back to this uh, iron flat. Uh, <laughs> can you just read that sentence to me one more time, please. Hillary for president. What? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so. Uh, Ironed flat by the weight of the Republicans, his hands tied. He finished his term in 1869. This is awesome. Just worry about our child's academic dishonesty issues. We don't have a child. We're not planning on having one anytime soon. If anyone's listening, if Aunt Liz yeah, is listening and heard Liz, that, no. um, don't, don't don't get your hopes the up. She's talking about yet. the future. Um, uh, next up is my. It says about the author, uh, Tyler Mertens. Um, let's get some. Oh, okay. This was from a project where at the end of the year-ish, maybe the last month or two of school, we got to write a book. And this is like, I don't know why it wouldn't have been done on a computer, either because we just didn't have a lab or because maybe they wanted us to write it by hand. We, we all got to write a book. And they ordered, you know, blank book templates, hardcover books, and you, you hand wrote, hand inked, and hand illustrated them. Uh, so this what is... What about? Is it mentioned in there at all? Yeah, but tell. Oh, my tell book. The oh, sorry, I thought we were. Uh, <laughs> you uh, it was called Fat Man versus Joe Bob. It was about a superhero named Fat Man, and he was, you know, was, you know, maybe part of a series that never, the rest never got written. Um, so this is my about the author snippet from the end. <clears throat> about the author Tyler Mertens. This is Tyler Mertens' first book. Tyler was born in Hatboro, Pennsylvania, in 1991. Tyler moved with his family to New Hope, Pennsylvania when he was seven years old. Tyler has one brother, Chris, who is four years older than him. His father, Chris, works at Verizon. His mother, Terry, works <laughs> at Quest too much information. <laughs> Tyler's social security number is... <laughs> That's not really in there. Tyler has two pets. They're both hermit crabs. Their names are Joe and Pete. Tyler has loved drawing for as long as he can remember. But let's note that drawing is spelled drawling. Oh, is it? Like, Tyler has loved drawing for as long as he can remember. When Tyler is not drawing, he is reading and playing video games. His best friend is Dustin Blevins. He wrote Freedom for the Bananas. Tyler hopes to write more Fat Man books. I really, I would love to hear more about Freedom for the Bananas. Too, that sounds actually. great. You want to know what mine was about? Uh, yes, I do. I was going to ask that after. Were you? Yeah, it was. This is the Tyler now, apparently. <laughs> yeah, welcome to my not show. Down. Welcome to it. <laughs> Kate, what was your book about? 
was my book about? Oh, crap. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. It was about a time machine. Yeah, it was good. About a time Would you like to elaborate? No, that was it. <laughs> it was about uh, a lady scientist who travels through time. Oh, boy. And she goes back to, I guess it must be like the 1800s, and she meets two little girls who are fighting, and they they solve their problems. And then she gets back in the time machine, and time machine's away. Where, do you still have this? Uh, definitely somewhere. I'm going to read it. My parents um, are hoarders. You know sounds that. Sounds good. I love how, do, yeah, well, how could you accuse guy. me of my mom being a hoarder? When all she has is these great, beautiful pieces of uh, uh, literature. Would you care to share a beautiful artwork. piece of literature right now? Uh, maybe. Let's Just, see. You, don't, you shouldn't read the whole thing. Just read it and talk about your plagiarism. Oh, okay. Um, I'm, it's only a page. This is a story called Chuggles the Pig in the Future with some of the worst cursive writing. It looks like it says future at the top. Um, Chuggles the Pig, I guess, was a character I, I made up. I don't have a huge vivid memory of this. But wasn't he on the Flintstones, the Jetsons? No, the, the char- he wasn't. But this story, I think, is. Is there a time machine in this story? Did you preview this before I we think started so, reading yeah. it? All right, I'm going to try to read this. One day, Chuggles the pig was getting his coat from the closet when he saw a time machine. Speaking of time machines, spooky. Oh man, there's a that is that a comma or is that when a new sentence? I don't know. That no, no, that might be a comma. Okay, I thought that was a, a, a you know, a sentence fragment, but that's okay. Chuggles went to the year 4 billion. In the future, Chuggles was speechless. Good vocab. He took the bus to Mars. <laughs> Ate until his suspenders almost broke and Chuggles bought out 10 stores just by, by signing? signing his name. Oh, bought out 10... St- okay. He bought out the store. Oh, so he was like, I own this store now. Yeah. Just by signing. Oh, it's the future. Credit <laughs> exists, I guess. <laughs> then Chuggles went to the company his father worked at. Inside, Chuggles asked, Do you know anyone named... Okay, Chunky the Pig. That's the dad's name. Let me check. Ah, yes, it says here... That he borrowed four dollars from us and never gave it back, replied the owner. Today, it adds up to one million dollars. Then Chuggles ran away. (laughs) He saw the time machine was about to go back without him. Chuggles jumped. Everything looked like it was in slow motion. Oh, everything looked like it was in slow motion to Chuggles. He, he, he. Just made it. No, no. It's oh, it's he, 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 he. Just made it. Oh, okay. Not he, he, he. <laughs> I thought that was him speaking. <laughs> this is really bad cursive. It is. The next day, Chuggles. <laughs> it's like your regular writing. Yeah, maybe. Ouch. Mother went to get her coat from the closet. You'll never believe what she saw. What was? Chuggles. <laughs> no, he's alive. That's his death dream. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> Um, oh, I, I think, wouldn't do this one. I, so do this I one. have a theory that I uh, plagiarized that story from a Flintstones episode. And it, I, I, my memory of this is that they're in the future. So either it's the Flintstones meet the Jetsons. You're getting that, that bored look in your eye again like when I talk about Star Wars. Or it's uh, just an episode where the, the future is involved. I can't remember. But uh, something like that happened where, uh, you know, there was a debt or something i can't remember is that a futurama episode no it's not a futurama episode fry's money in futurama increases this was i think the opposite i wouldn't have seen futurama at this time 
pretty sure there's a Flintstones episode like that. Cool. <laughs> oh, no. Okay, so, wait, can you tell us what, what's yeah, next? Yeah, I am. Um, so next up we have, and I want to preface this with maybe a question for our listeners, maybe something for you to reflect on quietly for a minute. Uh-huh. Think back to elementary school. I would say that most of our listeners are what? Millennial? Oh, I don't Gen know. X, Gen I wouldn't y. want to assume. Do we have a listener? Maybe I bet there's the, like one the listener. The geriatric crew is uh, is listening. Okay, so we were talking about our experiences in elementary school, and it feels like we spent probably six months on the pilgrims, <laughs> right? And like Hanukkah and maybe two or three presidents. Literally in between not the Andrew holidays. Johnson. No. They, I'm shocked there's not a president's day for him. In between holidays, I don't know what we do did in elementary school based on all the things I'm finding in this these bags. So we spent like. Six months on, I don't know, the traditions of Hanukkah, and then it's like you get one day of multiplication tables. That's what I feel like my whole elementary school experience was. Maybe we just didn't save the multiplication tables. So what I'm holding in my hands is a, (laughs) speaking of Hanukkah, a happy Hanukkah little craft that Tyler has colored. Um, It says, to mom and dad, happy Hanukkah. What religion are you and your parents? (laughs) Not Jewish. Okay. Just wanted to check. <laughs> the inside, if you open up this little dreidel, gimbals on the front, really thing. nice. says, uh, love Tyler. The top says, I love you and not Chris, too. <laughs> that's my brother. So, that would be his older brother. So <laughs> this really made us laugh when we opened it. I love you and not Chris. I have, so I have an inclination that... I was not. I was told not to write the the word "not" next to that, you know, in between "and" and "Chris," because it looks like a, a little afterthought. You know, I'm not sure. I think I might have to snuck fair, it in. A lot of your writing looks like a yeah, little maybe, afterthought. Maybe so there's our dreidel, our nice festive dreidel. Um, Kate, could you describe this picture we found? This um, printer when you're done slurping that milkshake. Um, <laughs> it's really disturbing. It's like an inkjet printout. Yeah, you're you're lucky you don't get to see this, guys. It's uh. What is that like a transformer? That's a, oh, that's a Power Rangers okay, uh, Megazord. Okay, 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 okay. Goober. It's a Megazord. Oh, I'm getting that look again. <laughs> Please. So it's a, uh, it's a Megazord, and Tyler's face is somehow photoshopped onto it. Not somehow. It's really bad. It's it's so, poorly poorly photoshopped. It, when when you say my face, so the, the Megazord is like a big Mechazoid robot, and my my face is you know what age here? Kindergarten, first grade. Uh, probably about. So I'm, it's my five-year-old head. I used, I guess I used the circle tool. I have vague memories of doing this. My dad taught me how to cut heads out and move them around, and, you know, like a, a paint shop pro or something. And uh, it, it's just the circle tool, you know, an indiscriminate circle tool he, uh, cut out of my head, moved over. But then somebody then printed it on this. This makes me laugh. Oh, wait a minute. Oh, hold on. We've uncovered some information. Show on the back it says in in writing, and I that looks like my mom's handwriting. It show is. and tell, April ninety seven, and then in parentheses something you made or drew. So I guess ninety seven April was that first grade kinder that might be kindergarten, kindergarten I think right yeah. if it's spring ninety seven. Mm-hmm. So show and tell that week was something you made or drew, and I guess I made this. Oh my god, I brought this to show and tell, guys. Look, it's me on a Megazord. <laughs> oh man. It's a miracle but, I survived. Yeah, maybe. Um, could you briefly... I feel like Terry Gross right now. Um, <laughs> could you briefly talk about your uh, monkey Photoshop? Briefly um, talk about your monkey Photoshop? Uh, do you? Where is it? Didn't I give it to you? I think I might have lost it. Oh, 
So w- when we went through these bags, you know, like years ago, we were probably just dating, and I, we found them. I thought that'd be a good date. Let's go through these bags. So we're going through these, and, and one of the things that shakes out is – you know, this Megazord picture, but then even better is a little wallet-sized like, cutout, like less than a wallet. You know, it's like an inch. Katie's like a postage signifying stamp. right now, but you can't it's see. It's a postage stamp. Yeah, it's really small. Inkjet printer, homemade, monkey body with my head at around that age. <laughs> so funny. I, I loved monkeys when I was a kid. I still love monkeys, but we're going to have a pet monkey. I'm getting that look, the Star Wars look again. Um, no, that's that's the don't get the monkey. Look. <laughs> it's gonna rip my face off, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, um, need all like a face transplant. They get expensive. I gave that I don't monkey. Think that's covered by your insurance. I gave that picture to Katie to keep in her wallet, and you heard she lost it. Thanks. <laughs> it's my wife. Okay, uh, let's get this. Is the um, the pace de la resistance? Is that how you say that? Sure. How do you say it? Go ahead. I'm not saying. Can it. you say not it? Not on the radio. Why not? I don't know. Okay. Did I say it right? No. <laughs> <laughs> this this is the best piece here. What I hold in my hands is, uh, not to build it up too much, one of my favorite things I've ever found from my, my childhood. Um, it's, uh, let's see, it's dated October 26th, 2000. So this is just like, you know, a week it's or two ago. Right around the election. Uh-huh. Ele- oh, election yeah. 2000. That's right. It would have been. Yeah. Um, 3C. There's my, my homeroom. Third grade. Titled, I am a proud American. Do you want to read it or do you want me to? I want you to read it. (laughs) I am a proud American because I know that Martian Luther King Jr. stood up for blacks' rights. Also, because the Army and Navy fought for our rights. Now, pause. We're really all over the place here, and it's only the second sentence. So I'm worried that our rights is different from blacks' rights that's, right that's off the bat. Also, the term blacks' rights might not be the best uh, term. Well, on the bright side, you've predicted Donald Trump's <laughs> I am also a proud American because I know we are free by thinking about... <laughs> Here's how I know we're free. By thinking about the Liberty Bell, the Statue of Liberty, and the other monuments. So... I know we're free. Okay, so I guess what I'm, let's break this down. I, I think what I'm trying to say here is, like, as, as a human, as a child, I understand and I realize we're free when I think about things that stand for freedom. But it's just, it's not well written. Uh, liberty is also spelled wrong. Um, L-I-B-R-I-T-Y. I'm proud also because we have no king or queen. So we are free. There are so many kings The let us know we are free. Like the Liberty Bell and the Statue of Liberty. <laughs> this is less than a page, by the way, and I couldn't think of another example. because you weren't plagiarized. <laughs> we are free because we won against the British in war. There are holidays that let us be proud people, proud of the people that fought in the war, like Veterans Day. That's it. That's why you're a proud American. <laughs> I'm a proud American. It's like, let's take all the like American holidays and monuments and throw them and see what sticks. Throw them at a wall. What, oh what, did, what grade did uh, Mr. Campman give you on that? Uh, there's no grade on it, so he might have tur- threw it back at me. <laughs> turned it back without any uh, marking. Oh, man. I am a proud American because I know that Martian Luther King Jr. stood up for blacks' rights. <laughs> it doesn't get much better than that. How was your ice cream sandwich? It was really good. How was your milkshake? I drank all of it. Could you rate? Yeah, I know. That was my milkshake. The ice cream sandwich was <laughs> for you. Could you rate our chocolate marshmallow uh, malt on a scale from 
shoot, what's the scale? Is it five? One to five. One to five. Zero to five. Zero to five? So zero would be, like, disgusting, you know, sludge you scooped up from, like, the New Jersey ocean. Um, A five would be, like, our sexy postman delivers you this milkshake. He's Uh, not that sexy, and he's pretty dumb, but it was just startling. He's not that sexy. Okay, he's a little sexy. (laughs) What's your rating? (laughs) It's the short sexy. What what is your rating? (laughs) Stop thinking about the postman. Start thinking about these milkshakes. I'm going to give it like a 3.75. Wow. Here's why. Okay. Here's why. Break it down. The chocolate marshmallow is good and the malt is good, but I think together it made some kind of weirdness in my mouth. You didn't love it? But here's the thing. Okay. If I could give the ice cream sandwich a 6, I would give it a 6. No, but that's a milkshake rating no. scale. No. Kate, it's milkshakes. But here's the thing. Milkshakes. <laughs> no, here's the, here's the thing. It's a milkshake I'm rating starting scale. starting a new podcast called <laughs> yeah. Sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> What's it called? <laughs> Sandwich. Okay, uh, that's what it bliss, everybody. That's uh, it's just, what it's like to be married. It's pretty much the same. You get as to not hear about married. the postman. Gosh darn it! Um, <laughs> keep an eye on sexy. the postman. It's just like Nobody a, send any mail here, please, so that he has less of a reason thing. to. I don't know. We're gonna talk about this when the mics are off. No, not really. We're probably not, not going to really. talk about it. Not, not really that upset. Okay. Um, we learned a lot. Uh, we learned a lot in third grade. What's one thing we learned, uh, or cursive. I learned in third grade? Cursive. That's a good one. Uh, there's a lot of cursive. I don't know if I actually learned it. What else did we learn in third grade? Chuggles the pig. It's pretty hard That's to read. Not good. What else did we learn What's in third grade? What's your favorite thing you learned in third grade? In third grade, um, I was just really happy to learn that Martian Luther King stood up for blacks' rights. No, uh, third grade, other than cursive, cursive was fun. I did like learning that. Um, Didn't you get baby chicks? Baby chicks? No, that was fourth grade. Really? Yeah, we but you did know, it in third grade. Did you? Yeah. Who was your teacher? Uh, Mrs. Gale. Hmm. Hmm, well. Oh, and that's who my teacher was a long-term sub for. So what's up with that? We did them. Mrs. Kalis. It was Pratt Kalis. We did it with Mr. Oh, wait, what? I don't know. We did chicks in fourth grade. And I was staring at it when they hatched. Like, the minute they... I was just bored and looking over there, and I remember seeing it It was, like, horrific. Um, (laughs) But, oh, my my favorite thing in third grade was uh, we had to design our own experiment. And... uh, (laughs) I did leaving chocolate milk out, like for days and like two weeks. You know, somewhere in that journal we didn't find it in our in our search through the Darth Vader backpack, but it turned into cottage cheese. Didn't you do the same thing with cheese? Yeah, I did and a Harry cheese mold experiment. Yeah, my mom took it over in second grade. That's different. That's a different experiment. This was I wanted to make chocolate cottage just, cheese. You just like leaving food out. I mean, it was less of a deliberate experiment and more of, oops, I accidentally <laughs> left the cheese out. Let's make it my science fair. Oops, I accidentally left my chocolate milk on the windowsill. Let's make it for a science experiment. Mm-hmm. What else did, did what did you learn in third grade? What I, the chicks. The chicks was my favorite. Did you get to name them? Yeah. Did you did you name one? I personally? Named them all. You named every one of them? The smartest kid in third grade. Oh boy, here we go. <laughs> What did I name them? I named them uh, Curly, Moe, and, and Larry. Really? Yeah. Okay, so hold up. Let's pause here. So remember that look I described that my <laughs> wife here gives to me when I talk about things like Star Wars? I also get that look when I talk about things that I love, like the Three Stooges. Okay, I just think of let's watch the chicks. Three Stooges. Oh, I don't want to. I don't want to. As my dad would say, no women like the Three Stooges. If you can prove them wrong, send in an email. Um, but my point is, here she is. Naming baby chicks. After- they were 
after the three stooges. There were three and of them. She won't even sit were, down and watch it. There were three it. of them. We're going to talk about this when the mics three, are off. Three of them. Okay, Donald. Um, <laughs> I guess that's it. That's what we learned today. We learned a lot um, for the shakedown. I'm Tyler, and this is my wife. Katie Martins. What? Katie Martins. Sorry, I couldn't understand you. And that was the shakedown. Hey, before you shut this off, I wanted to attribute that My Country Tis of Thee that you heard under my wonderful Proud American speech uh, to a guy named Grant Raymond Barrett, who recorded that. You can find his stuff at HolidaySongsAndStories.com. And uh, that Flintstones episode we were talking about that I ripped off for Chuggles the Pig, I found it. That's... Episode 17 from the fifth season of The Flintstones, which aired in January 21st, 1966, called The Long, Long, Long Weekend. Uh, Here's the episode description from Wikipedia. After Fred criticizes a novel about the future that Barney is reading, the Great Gazoo sends Fred, Betty, Barney, and Wilma into the 21st century. I don't know why in third grade I was watching an episode of The Flintstones from 1966, and then I guess I thought it was the perfect crime. Who else would have seen it if I ripped it off of my story? So credit where credit's due.